All right. Hello and welcome to episode seven of the Yours Truly podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast where we go beyond macros, we go beyond diets to talk about nutrition in a gentle sense. Um, my name is Claire Tuning. I am your host. I am the one woman show that is Yours Truly Nutrition. And today, similar to last week's episode, I have a very special guest who I'm so excited um, to share her message on this platform um, and to continue the theme of having past roommates on here. I always laugh. I kind of surround myself with like nutrition people, like-minded people. Last week had one of my roommates from college, Lucy, on the show, which side note, definitely go back and listen to that episode if you didn't tune in. But this week, um, I have a more recent roommate who I'm so excited to introduce. Her name is Allie, which side note, I'll go ahead and spoil this um, for you for her is her full name isn't Allison like most Allies. It's actually a Linden, which uh, she's the first Linden I had ever met, and she holds a really, really special place in my heart. We live together in Columbus, Ohio, which is actually where she is calling in from today. She still lives there, and we did our dietetic internship together through Ohio State, um, and before I let her introduce herself, I'll go ahead and say um, Ohio is a place that never really felt like home to me, um, even though I loved the internship experience, but Allie is, you know, know, the one person that made it feel like home. So a very, very warm welcome to my friend, Allie. Oh, Claire, what a great introduction. That, uh, that brings tears to my eyes. <laughs> Don't be cry. But yeah, go ahead and um, I figure, okay, go ahead and give a little bit of an introduction on maybe who you are other than a dietitian, and then we'll maybe kind of have a little bit of funniness before we dive in. So, yeah, a little intro on you. Yeah, um, well, like Claire said, my full name is Olinden, um, and um, yeah, nutrition has always kind of been um, a big part of my, my life, but in college, I ran um, cross-country and track, um, and then I was got an injury, um, and then I started um, really delving into fitness um, and weightlifting and all of that kind of stuff. So, you know, nutrition and fitness and also running, um, you know, they all kind of work together. So that's kind of um, a big part of my life now. <laughs> yeah, and I think, like, when um, when I met you, um, I never really knew the runner Allie. It's like kind of when we first started living together is when you were really making the transition from like runner Al Pal, side note, I call her Al Pal, to like weightlifting <laughs> Al Pal, um, which is really an interesting transition to see for, for sure. But I was going to ask you, so like this yeah. is the one planned question that I have for the podcast. I was telling Allie before we hit record, like I don't really have much of a plan on these. We just kind of like have a conversation which is really easy to do when it's one of my BFFLs on the other end of the line. But I was going to ask, like, when you think back to last year, so for everyone listening, Allie and I lived together last year, um, but what is, like, one of your, the things that stands out the most in your mind? Like, one memory where you just, like, look back and laugh or, like, look back and you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe you did that. Like, what's that for you? Um, like me personally or the things we did together? Just anything, <laughs> anything that just sticks out. Oh man, there are so many, but, um, kind of going off the fitness thing, kind of 
you and I's, uh, you know, uh, daily trips to Planet Fitness. Yes. And, like, um, you know, walking in and me seeing you and, you know, coming up and, like, catching up on our day real quick. Um, just, like, seeing each other at Planet Fitness and kind of, like, you know, working out. Not necessarily, like, doing the same routine together, but, you know, just kind of, like, you know, the gym was kind of our time to, like, unwind after a, a stressful uh, internship day. So that was, that's kind of one of my big memories and how we, like, made friends with people at the front desk and how the one day you was like, you know what, I'm going to introduce myself because I see them every <laughs> single day and I want to know their names. And then you told me that. So the same day I went in and did the same thing. <laughs> yeah, so, I think that was yeah, definitely that a, was funny. Yeah, a big part of, like, both of our lives. Because anyone who has done any sort of internship or any sort of just, like, job like at the dietetic internship you literally switch jobs like every two months so like it's a period of a lot of like stress and just like oh my god like I don't know what I'm doing all the time um but eventually you learn but yeah you do need to have that big place to kind of de-stress and for both of us it was um Planet Fitness which is like Mm -hmm. if you can if anyone listening can visualize like we lived in an apartment complex and Planet Fitness was right Mm -hmm. across the street and we would be there (laughs) like same time every single day and yeah like Allie said anyone Mm -hmm. who goes to the gym at a certain time in a day can really resonate with the fact like it's like a community like you see the same people you yeah and some days you just gotta like go up and be like hey I see her all the time like introduce yourself and yeah we definitely Mm -hmm. made friends that way for sure do you still you still go there sometimes yeah yeah Yeah, actually I go there almost every day now I took a a two-month uh, kind of hiatus from going to Planet Fitness because um, I was working in another gym. Um, but now I'm back at uh, the PF life. <laughs> PF life. <laughs> Side note, Planet Fitness, like, it's so affordable. I know some people are like, why Planet Fitness? Yeah, I'm like, why not? Like, I think I literally just saw something on your story. You're just like, why not? Uh, I know. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, I know. But, yeah, anyways, that's just, yeah. like, fun little aside. But I guess the first, like, question, not that we're, like, getting down to business, like, we still always have fun together, but first kind of question I want to ask you, so you already talked about, like, running and weightlifting, and that's one part of, like, your nutrition journey, but kind of looking back to uh-huh. when you decided, like, hey, I want to be a registered dietitian, like, what were some of the, yeah. the things that made you want to do this for life? Well, that takes us back a long time ago, about 12 years ago, um, or a little bit before that. Um, and I actually struggled um, with anorexia from a very young age. Um, I was hospitalized. I still remember uh, the date, December 7th, 2006. Um and, you know, that was a really dark, dark period of my life. And, you know, I was really young. I was in sixth grade um, and spent a month um, in the hospital, um, inpatient. And, um, you know, at that time, you know, I was really, like, fighting against, you know, the nurses and the dietitians and all of that stuff. And, you know, it was really, like, a mental struggle, obviously, as eating disorders are. Um, and kind of coming out of that, um, over the next couple of years after that, I realized like, I want to be the dietitian who I wish I'd had. Um, because I felt like, 
you know, I was I was afraid at that point that oh, the dietitian is giving me a meal plan. They just want me to get fat. Like you know, that that was my thought process. And um, you know, I realized that if I had had a dietitian who was like, you know, look, like I don't want you to get fat. I want you to get healthy. Here are all the benefits you're going to have. Um, I've been in the same position you were in, and like here's how I dealt with you know, X, Y, and Z, um, I think that would have made my experience um, a lot better and a lot quicker, um, the recovery a lot um, smoother. Um, so for the longest time, I kind of just, you know, pushed my dream of becoming a dietitian um, to the back burner because it's like, oh, like, you know, people are going to know my past. They're going to be like, oh, like, that's so silly. Like, you know, she had an eating disorder, you know, now she's a dietitian, haha. Um, so I started off actually in psychology, majoring in psychology at a small, very small liberal arts school, um, private school. And, um, you know, actually weeks before I was going to head back to school for my sophomore year, um, I was just like, you know, I can't do this. Like, I feel like I'm living a lie. Um, I don't want to be a psychologist, you know, what else is there really with psychology? I don't want to do research. So, um, yeah, a week before, basically, I were to head back, I I transferred. Um, I submitted an application to a different school, and luckily, they had rolling admission. Um, and, yeah, I transferred to nutrition and dietetics. <laughs> yeah, and your story is literally like out of all the dietitians and the people um, that I've known personally who kind of share their story, like how you came to this career, or how you came to this career path. Your story is one of my favorites because, first of all, um, uh-huh. like there's a lot of bravery involved in it because I know, like myself, like if I would have been like a year into a major, like getting ready to go back for a year or two, I would have been like, heck no, like I'm just gonna suck it up, like I don't want to start all over again. And you really just made the jump like it was literally like down to the wire and you're like I can't do this and I think bravery like we'll talk about um because you know I know a lot of Allie's story so I know what she's going to share but we'll talk about maybe towards the end of the episode a lot of other ways in which this bravery has kind of like bamboozled in a good way her life but um kind of going back to the beginning of your story like um you didn't want to be that dietitian that you had, I personally think there's a lot of power in speaking to someone, um, from a place of like, I've been there and I get it. And I even remember one day you came home from, um, one of your internship rotations. I won't say where it was, but I think it was towards the beginning of our internship. You had had the opportunity to shadow, um, just a group of Mm, professionals uh in a, what is it? Eating disorder clinic or, um, they saw, people, children with eating disorders, correct? Yeah. And I remember one of the things that you came home and said is like, like I never would have, you know, spoken to these kids in that way. And it's not that those dietitians did anything wrong. It's just the way that they went about it. So I think that, you know, coming from a place of like, Hey, I've been there is a really, really, um, great way to go down a career path. Yeah, well, thank you for for saying that, and yeah, that that one experience um, kind of really just you know reiterated the fact that there aren't, I feel like, enough um, you know eating disorder dietitians out there who 
um, can really empathize with the children or adults who are going through that right now. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I think empathy too, like of course with any career path, especially those in the health field, like, yes, there are facts on how you want someone to approve and there are steps that they could take and that you can help them with. But like, if you can't meet them with that empathy first, um, like Mm -hmm. you experienced like years ago when you were so young, like you didn't trust them. And I think empathy is super important Mm -hmm. in building that no like, and trust factor. Don't you think? Yeah, definitely. You have to be able to, to be able to, um, have success. Um, you know, when you go always like relying on someone else, you have to be able to trust them. Um, I think trust is super important in terms of, you know, if you're working with a dietitian or a trainer or, you know, relationships like friendships or like, you know, spouses, trust is key. <laughs> mm-hmm. I really agree with that. Kind of going along with trust, you said friendship. So obviously we had like, what, 10 months living together to build this awesome mm-hmm. friendship. Side note, Allie and I still talk every third. We're recording this on a Monday, but we have like Thursday phone chat dates to like catch up. It's really cute. But um, <laughs> that's how we continue to build our trust. But something that kind of sticks out to me is like, literally, I remember vividly, like one kind of going back to the first question that I asked you, um, I remember vividly kind of when you told me this story of how you got into nutrition and dietetics and kind of your past with, um, like disordered eating and all of this surrounding food. Like I remember Mm -hmm. when you told me, and at the time when you told me, um, it wasn't a story that you shared a ton. Um, but now this kind of plays back into the bravery thing. Like, um, anyone who is following you on social media, which side note will kind of link to your stuff, but anyone who follows you or listens to you speak, like, um, you aren't nearly as hesitant to kind of share that story in hopes that it will help someone else. So kind of what changed in this year period of time from like, um, I have this past, but I don't really talk about it to, um, I am going to talk about it and I'm going to use it in my career path. What changed there? I guess that kind of goes along with the kind of shift um, that I experienced um, whenever you first met me going from running um, to more into kind of fitness um, and that kind of stuff because that's when I feel like, um, you know, I I changed a lot, um, you know, both, I mean, like mentally and physically. Um, So that summer uh, I, I started getting into weightlifting and I had this shift in my mind where I realized, you know, up until that point, I was still kind of like, you know, I want to be the thinnest person in the room. Um, you know, that was very important to me. And then once I started weightlifting, I realized like how incredible our bodies are. Um, you know, once you pick up weights, you know, you can really transform your body. And I kind of really came to the the strong um, kind of, I guess it's kind of like a movement, like strong and sexy type of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I really liked that. Um, So that kind of led me to, you know, start posting more on social media, Um, not for others at all, actually kind of just to really document my journey. And, you know, I do use a lot of my – social media posts is kind of like, more like kind of like my little journal type of thing. Um, so yeah, that kind of led me to start posting more on social media and, you know, kind of sharing about kind of my personal, you know, 
physical and um, mental transformation. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it's really cool because, you know, like the whole strong is sexy or like strong, not skinny, whatever. It's really when you started to um, move into a place um, where your actions kind of aligned with um, the increase in like mental strength that you were feeling um, mm-hmm. that you really kind of helped you in parallel. Like you started to gain strength physically, but also it was really cool for me to see, um, and not saying at all, like you're a different person from when we first met because you're not like you're still the same alley, but just, um, you know, your mindset now and kind of like where you want to take your, your nutrition career path, which is like what we'll get into later. But, um, it was cool for me to kind of see and for me to, to be there to like watch you, um, get stronger, like mentally and physically throughout Mm -hmm. this like internship experience. But speaking of strength, um, this is something else that I had the pleasure of witnessing and experiencing with you. Um, so I'll let you tell everyone what it is because to be honest, like even though I was there, I still messed up like the, the name of the competition. Um, but Allie actually <laughs> took this, um, weightlifting, this strength training into like a competitive measure. So like if you forgot what she said at the beginning, she used to be a competitive runner. And I think that kind of just literally runs in your blood, pun intended. Um, but <laughs> tell everyone where you kind of took this, um, strength training to. Yeah, so I actually um, competed in an MPC um, bikini um, competition, um, and the MPC stands for um, National uh, Physique, I think, Committee, I, I think, or I'm not even sure. Sounds right, sounds <laughs> and, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, so I kind of had that competitive bug, and um, someone planted the seed in my head, um, shout out to Brian. He uh, was the trainer at Planet Fitness in my hometown, and um, he's the person who really got me on the weightlifting kind of kind of road. Um, and he talked to me about competing. So um, yeah, so I did that. I competed in I guess April, yeah, uh-huh. 2018, and you came with me, which was such a fun fun, fun time. Um, you were my competition mom. Yep. <laughs> I, I can't thank you enough for, for putting up with, you know, me and you drove me and then you took me to get my makeup done at like what, four in the morning. <laughs> and, um, you know, you were the best competition mom I could have ever asked for. <laughs> yeah. It was a really interesting experience because like, obviously I got to see the competition, but kind of be with you all throughout prep. Um, how would, do you think was prep, um, well, first of all, describe what prep looks like maybe to people. Cause I know a lot of my listeners, um, this whole realm of like bodybuilding or competing is yeah. really like outside of the realm of, uh, knowledge or just like knowing even what it is. So take uh-huh. us through what prep looks like and then maybe how it was different or the same, um, as what you anticipated. Yeah, so prep um, just means, like, preparation for a show. And it involves, depending on who your coach is, it involves, um, you know, tracking your food. And I followed a flexible dieting approach. Some competitors follow very, very strict meal plans where they eat the same thing, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, snacks every single day. Um, the coach I was training with, you know, flexible dieting, um, which is nice because it allows you to really make every food fit um, in a healthy diet. Um, it 
does um, require that you track your macros, mm-hmm. um, you know, hit a certain grams of protein, carbohydrates, and fat every day. And then um, you send, like, check-in pictures. Um, and then as you're progressing, your, your macronutrients change. So um, they can actually get down pretty pretty low. Um, so, I mean, from that sense, you know, it was what I was expecting, like the whole tracking thing. Um, it can get kind of stressful, you know, as the competition date looms closer. Um, you're like kind of questioning yourself, like, am I going to be ready? Um, but then kind of like, I felt like as, as mine became closer, I, it was like, I woke up one morning, um, you know, and I was like, oh, I feel ready now. Um, you know, I felt like kind of the hard work I was putting in kind of like, you know, I, I saw it pay off. Um, you know, it was weird because you don't, you know, as you were talking on your story one day, you don't wake up one morning different, mm-hmm. but in terms of competing, you kind of like turn a corner. Um, I feel like sometimes, um, like I felt like I was kind of plateauing, but then I was like, oh, like I'm good. Like I don't need to be stressed. Like I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that sense. That was kind of interesting. I didn't expect that. Um, yeah, I guess it was. It was very. Um, it was unlike anything I've ever done before, and I really um, put myself out of my comfort zone. It was very uncomfortable, um, you know, in a good way. And I think you know the only way we grow in life, um, you know, with anything, is we have to get out of our comfort zone. So. Um, I kind of saw it as like an opportunity for growth um, as well as it was something that I did want to (laughs) do. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really interesting because you kind of, when you're talking about it, you're hitting on, um, you know, a lot of positive things like it push you out of your comfort zone. That kind of ties back into the bravery Mm -hmm. thing. And, you know, it's something that you never thought you would do, but here you are like on a stage, like being confident, like with what you've worked for. Um, and I think maybe a lot of my listeners, if they're coming from a place of, you know, more gentle nutrition where we don't really focus on like macros or tracking our super regimen and workouts, we follow more of this like intuitive pattern, um, maybe hit Mm -hmm. on more of like, you know, and I would even say like, obviously, and I know you would agree with me here, but you can speak to this too. Like someone who's interested in this sport, um, cause it is a sport that requires such careful mm-hmm. attention and kind of manipulation of, um, your food and your workouts. Mm-hmm. This isn't necessarily a place where, um, intuitive eating is appropriate if this is a goal that you have. So maybe touch on that. Mm-hmm. And I think also maybe some of my listeners, like if you haven't experienced, um, this first hand or like been with someone who does this, it can have a lot of negative connotations associated with it. Um, so maybe touch on like how you felt it was a positive experience for you and if you would do it again. Yeah. So I think it was definitely, um, a positive experience, um, in many, in many aspects. I mean, one, you know, it kind of was like, you know, with my eating disorder past, it was kind of like, you know, kind of like, you know, total, you know, 360 from that, because, you know, to be able to compete, um, you have to put on muscle, you have to gain weight. um, Because, you know, what the judges are looking for is not thin, it's not skinny. Um, They're looking for muscle and muscularity. Um, So yes, 
um, press does involve losing weight, um, but it's not the look of, you know, someone who has had anorexia. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's kind of like a big mental switch, um, which I thought was really cool, and how my my whole, like, mentality, you know, could change like that. Um, And, um, yeah, another positive, I guess, um, is just the confidence, you know, I have always, always, always um, struggled with confidence and self-esteem issues. And um, by doing this, you know, it forced me to, you know, gain confidence in myself and, you know, seeing all the cool things my body could do. Um, And, you know, it takes a level of confidence to get up on that stage and, you know, to walk in the heels and, you know, be in front of hundreds of people and, you know, you know, kind of tune all that out and just, you know, bring bring your confidence because that's what the judges are looking for, too. Um, and, you know, on the stage, you see all different types of bodies, like, you know, and no one is perfect, which is what's so cool about it. So everyone is, you know, on their own journey and in their own, you know, place, but everyone is confident, which, you know, I, I love, you know, because everybody is everybody, like mm-hmm. literally body, <laughs> is beautiful. Um, so I think that's, that's so cool. Um, so those are some, some of the positives. Um, and then if I would do it again, yes. Um, I do plan on doing it again. Um, I am not sure when yet. I think the last time we talked, um, I was planning on um, doing something this fall, but I think I realized um that I need a little bit longer of a break from it, um, you know, just to get more, like, clear mentally and just, you know, because right now I'm practicing just intuitive eating, mm-hmm. um, and I'm really loving loving that right now. Um, not really, I mean, I am tracking my food, um, but I'm not trying to hit a certain number of grams of protein or you know, make sure I have two gallons or a gallon of water a day. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm kind of, like, listening to my body, and I'm, I'm really enjoying that right now. Um, so, yeah, I plan on doing it again, but not really sure when. <laughs> yeah, and that's awesome to hear that. Like, I feel like once you've been in a mode of kind of tracking and knowing what your body needs to maintain um, for your off-season or your non-competition state, um, mm-hmm. it's a really cool you know, thing for you to just kind of delve into, like, you know, what do I want right now? And kind of knowing, like, you'll get everything that you need, um, even though you might not be associating that with numbers at the moment. Kind of going back to one of um, the few things that you touched on, because I know from an outsider's perspective, and maybe kind of speaking to my audience here, like I said earlier, um, you know, I may not have an audience that knows a lot about this world, or maybe kind of as outsiders looking in, because I know, speaking from experience, I even used to be this way, like we see these physique competition or these bikini competitions, and, you know, part of us uh, is like, oh my gosh, like, I can't believe, like, you know, anyone would ever want to, like, eat that way or Mm -hmm. do that, but kind of something that you touched on, like, all the things you're saying about it, you know, 
or positive. So like the bravery, the confidence, the body image, and what you said, like every body is beautiful. I think just kind of a side note to my audience, like if you've never known anyone who's done this, or if you see um, photos of these kind of competitions and your immediate reaction is like, oh my gosh, like how could they ever? It's kind of like intuitive eating, right? Every, everyone marches to the beat of their own drum and everyone finds confidence differently. Everyone finds peace with food and peace with their body in a different way. And this is just another sport, right? And I think um, it's Uh kind of a big turn in perspective if you've never thought of this as a way to gain confidence or overcome um, eating issues or things like that. I think it's just a really positive light to kind of shed on it because that's just a mindset shift that I've had in kind of seeing you go through this because like you said, like everyone on that stage has a different body and that's, that's the beautiful thing about it, you know, and they're all so confident, um, with that. So Uh I think that's really cool. And it was cool to see you go through it for sure. Oh yeah. What, what about, so I know going through this process and getting ready, you know, if you're going to prep for another competition, obviously, um, your body will change and you know, there will Uh be times where you feel a little bit more muscular or a little bit bigger. And then Uh you kind of like slim down for prep. Uh, do you have any like comments on Uh like body image or maybe someone is listening to this who, um, is thinking about doing a competition like this? Just kind of any words of wisdom as far as, like, body image goes? Yeah, definitely. It's I mean, that was a big struggle for me. Um, Like, to be completely honest, you know, after my show, I love, you know, seeing, you know, all the muscles and all the muscle definition all the time because I was, like, pretty lean, Um, like a low body fat percentage. Um, So it was kind of hard afterwards to, you know, eat, you know, more intuitively and, like, eat what my body needed because my body needed a lot more calories than, you know, what I was giving it by the end of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that was hard. Body image, um, you know, you have to be okay with, you know, you know your body at all sizes. Um, you know, you have to be okay with, you know, looking in the mirror and, you know, being like, oh, this is lean me and I love lean me, but I also love, you know, me who is eating intuitively and giving my body what it needs. And even though I make way more now, like, I know that this is going to, you know, pay off whether I want to compete again or, you know, whether I just want to be, you know, healthy and happy. Um, So, you know, that that was a a struggle. I wouldn't say it was a negative um, because it was a learning experience. Um, But, yeah, I mean, right now I'm about, um, you know, give or take, like, 15 to 17 pounds heavier. Um, But, you know, every day I am feeling more confident in this book um, and kind of realizing that, you know, it's not all about – you know, the looks, because I'm the same person, um, you know, I've grown more, so I'm actually a different person, I feel like I'm a better, a better person now, mm-hmm. even though I weigh, I weigh more than I did when I weighed less, because our body isn't, um, you know, everything is, I mean, as cheesy as it sounds, it's all, 
it's always comes from inside. <laughs> oh, well, you literally read my mind. So, side note, by the time Allie and I finished living together, we would literally say the same exact thing at the same exact time. Like, <laughs> to a point, it was oh. freaky. But I was literally about to follow up, you know, your your phrases or your statements there with um, beauty radiates from within. That's one of my favorite, like, exactly. mantras, my favorite things to just, like, mm-hmm. say in the morning. And I think what you're saying about... I love the way you phrased it. You were like, I love this me. Like, I love the me that's leaner. I love the competition me. I love the not competition me. Like, this is important Uh for people in this sport that is so aesthetically driven. Of course, really important um, for those people to, you know, get into a mindset of I love me no matter what I look like. And I know that other people love me for that too. But especially um, also people who don't compete. So maybe my listeners who are listening saying Uh like, okay, cool, but like I never want to compete in my life, you know, and that's where I come from. Like, I personally know that it's not Mm -hmm. a sport for me, but still, um, having the ability to kind of wake up every day and, you know, we're all, every day is going to be different. We're all going to fluctuate in Mm -hmm. our weight and in our looks and, you know, depending on a ton Mm -hmm. of different factors. And it's just kind of getting into that mode of, I love me no matter what I look like. And I know that the people who matter most to me, will love me regardless of that fact too. So I think that's super, super important. But having said all of this, so gone, (laughs) going from the alley who was a runner, who was really small, who, you know, had this interest in nutrition, then she got injured and she's like, okay, like I'm going to be a dietitian. And, uh, she's kind of come all this way (sighs) from that point, um, to being strong and confident, um, and knowing how to eat more intuitively now and to eat for strength. And then also to just be a registered dietitian who is now, you know, qualified and certified to help to teach other people about food and nutrition and how to best fuel their bodies, kind of where do you see yourself taking your career? Because for both you and I, like, if you look at career as like a lifespan, like we're at the birth of our careers, literally, (laughs) like we were at the very beginning. So kind of, um, in a perfect or an ideal world, where do you kind of see yourself going? It's funny because I was just having a long discussion about this with um, someone else earlier today. And um, in an ideal world, I can see myself being a eating disorder dietitian, um, specializing, you know, dealing with um, women and men with all different types of eating disorders, but with a kind of fitness, um, you know, side of that because I find that you know, fitness or exercise in general is such a great, um, you know, stress reliever and really, you know, kind of helps us with a different a different component because, you know, with all the focus on food, um, you know, that's all fine and good. But when we add in something we're passionate about, um, you know, with, for me, that being fitness, I feel like that really, I feel like that really took my recovery um to this level and really got me to the place where I am today um so I plan on you know becoming a personal trainer so getting my personal training certification Mm -hmm. um to be able to offer you know training as well as you know nutrition guidance um for anyone but um my my niche I really see it being for for people who are struggling with um, eating issues um, and eating disorders. 
Yeah, and I think that's yeah. really, really cool. <laughs> kind of going back to what we were talking about at the beginning, like being able to say, like speak from a place of empathy, being like, I've been there. Um, and then you're, one of your passions being food, and obviously that is one route to healing. But obviously, like, you know, you've been there with fitness too, and you've been there with lifting and being able to show someone, kind of like what I do, right? Like it's not just the food, but it's also this thing that I'm super passionate about that has transformed mm-hmm. not only the way I eat, but also the way I, you know, move my body and I think about my body and knowing that uh, the path to recovery is like literally multifaceted. Like it's not just the food and kind of not being like those dietitians that, you know, you came into contact with personally, or maybe that you saw in your internship where um, it's just about eat this, this, and don't eat this. It's about, you know, these are the yeah. tools to help you become your healthiest self and some of it's food and some of it's not. So <laughs> I think that is really, really, really cool. Oh, you said you summed that up really well. I like the way I like the way you said that was multifaceted because that is that is so true, so true. <laughs> well, you can feel free to uh, record or uh, take this segment and use it wherever you'd like. Um, but awesome. <laughs> how? So, kind of how I like to wrap up is first of all, thank you for your time. I know you're a very busy owl pal nowadays, but um, if someone is <laughs> hearing your story and is hearing you talk about recovery and fitness and nutrition now, um, and they really want to either get in contact with you or just view more of your content, I'm obviously going to put this in um, the show notes or the description down at the bottom. But how can they best find you? Yeah, well, um, first of all, thank you so much for having me. It's been an honor. There is nothing else I would be rather doing right now. Um, Thank you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And, yeah, I am on Instagram. um, And then my handle is Dear Allie. Um, I'm also pretty active on Facebook, still working on, you know, growing my my business and becoming more consistent with content, but I'm on Facebook as uh, Allie Grace Nutrition, um, and that's actually my website as well, AllieGraceNutrition.com, so you can find me there. Yeah, and I would most definitely urge anyone listening, uh, if you are on Instagram, Allie does um, this theme on Thursdays where she calls it Thoughtful Thursday, and I remember the first one that she did because we were still living together, but um, she just talks about, you know, a thought that she has on Thursday, and it, you know, for lack of a better word, it usually is very thoughtful, um, and it's not always just about nutrition. It's really about um, mindset or relationships or um, something that is nourishing in more ways than just food, so I really encourage encourage anyone listening to check this out but do you have any final wrapping up comments Alpal? um i guess my wrapping up comment would just be i am so grateful so so grateful and thankful every day to have met you claire um and you know i'm so proud of all you've you've done you know start your own business and like all the content and value you're providing people with um is just so incredible and you're you're an inspiration to to me and i'm sure you know tons of other people out there so you know just yeah and so so grateful to have met you (laughs) well thank you you're so sweet you're gonna give me a cavity gal gal pal (laughs) Um, but I have decided 
excited that whenever I have a guest, I'm going to end with one final question. So I didn't ask Lucy this question last week because I literally came up with it today when I was driving in the car. Um, but, you know, here at Yours <laughs> Truly, I really talk about, you know, gentle nutrition and kind of living gently in a way that, um, you know, just gives yourself some grace to kind of pat yourself on the back for all that you were doing right instead of focusing only on the things you were doing wrong. So really focusing on this mindset of positivity. So my last question for you and then in guests um, in the future, my question for them will be, um, what are you doing to live a little bit more gently with yourself? Yeah, right now I am just like we talked about, just eating intuitively. And, you know, if my body wants something that, you know, quote unquote society thinks as, you know, cheat food or, you know, not healthy, um, you know, I'm, I'm giving it to my body because our bodies know best. Um, and so, yeah, I think that's a, a big change for me and kind of not thinking of foods as good or bad and just, um, you know, eating, you know, what, what my body wants right now. So. Well, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> I love that. You know I love that. But thank you so, so much for, for sharing your story, your story of bravery and confidence. I will link all of your information in the bottom. If you are listening to the Yours Truly podcast right now and you enjoyed this episode, you enjoy what you are hearing on other episodes, please do not hesitate to stop at the bottom and leave a rating, some stars, and also subscribe. This is something that I keep forgetting to say because I'm so new new at this, but please follow along. I would love to be in your little podcast inbox every week and keep your eye out for a new episode every single Wednesday. So that's all I have for now. So signed yours, Julie, Allie, and Claire. See you next time.